Kia ora and welcome to a brand new Nexus podcast hosted by myself, Oliver, and my good friend Cam. Yeah, hi, stoked to be here. Um, can I just point out, first of all, we should pat ourselves on the back for being so brave. Um, two straight white men with a middle class upbringing finally getting their voices out into the public. I think Oliver, you and I should really pat ourselves on the back as two straight white men finally being like the floodgate moment where more of our people can get their voices out. It's not like it's dominated for the last 120 years. I think that'd be great. I'm actually tearing up hearing you say that. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's, it's just um, it's beautiful. Good for us. Good for us, I think. Look at us go. Well, me and Cam, we're really good friends. Uh, we actually work together. And as good friends do, we kind of just talk nonsense on the daily total shit all the time so if it's if it's not here it's at work if it's not at work we're messaging each other so we thought a lot let's just turn this into some kind of show and like any good podcast we have our own gimmick um so welcome along to the top five podcast where we basically each episode bring our personal top five what we believe to be the top five of any given category yeah, and uh, I mean, this week is going to be, of course, haircuts. Hairstyles. Hairstyles, sorry. Well, is there a difference, really? So I looked up the definition of, of hairstyles, course. which I think is quite fluid and works in our favour. So the definition is a particular way in which a person's hair is cut or arranged. So it just kind of opens it up for us. Mm. We can pick and choose that way. Mm. So it's a hairstyle. Yeah. Not a haircut. What includes a haircut. So it's the oh. way someone could cut. Right. Or arrange their hair. And that's Webster's, Oxford, Collins. That's a Google. <laughs> oh. And I, ref- I refuse to go deeper than like a just a straight, you know, Google, Google. URL search. Yeah. Ask Jeeves. Um, yeah, well, I mean, if you've got the definition, I've got criteria. I'm sure you have criteria. Yep. I just kind of felt it out. Yeah. I went with kind of what I was vibing. If you don't know, I'm a planner, and uh, Oliver is very much not. He's a chaotic energy that shouldn't ever be trusted. Uh, for anyone that's listening, uh, and you probably can't even see it in the video, I have a printed out piece of paper, I have a notebook, and a pen, so I just, <laughs> that's not right. He thinks a pen indicates he's organized. So here's the criteria, right? Volume, not Your, your volume. criteria. The, yeah, the criteria. So volume, so not, you know, when you're at a hairdresser, and uh, you're like, they're like, how much volume do you want in your hair? Not like that, but like the statement of your hairstyle, I thought was really vital. So how, how much, like how the haircut can be an aesthetic, you know? So like the mohawk for punk rock, I thought right. it was a good way to sort of think about that or a crew cut for the military. But then also there can be times when like the haircut style, hairstyle is enough on its own. And I thought that was also worth consideration. So both how it works into an aesthetic, but then also how it stands on its own. Um, And then I also had, which kind of goes without saying, these aren't haircuts that I would want. (laughs) Um, They're just haircuts that I think should be in the discussion for all time. And they all had to be primarily real hair. I thought that was a vital consideration. So I'm glad you've written out the criteria and shared it with me because it's just made me realize I was already thinking all that <laughs> stuff. I just don't necessarily need to write it down because I have a beautiful mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see numbers, yeah, that's cool. 
So would you have number five? So I'm going to start us off? I guess. You have to. You've, you've got it all written out in your mind. You're a beautiful mind. All right. So in at number five, I have shaved. Anything between a zero and a number three. Interesting. Um, to me, I think the argument is it's essentially the most low-maintenance haircut possible. Hairstyle. We're gonna, sorry, we're, we're going to use haircut and hairstyle a lot. You can use either. Um, for me, a lot of the times in the morning, I will only shower because of my hair. I don't want it to look kind of unkempt before work. Mm. Um, and you could push back and say, well, why don't you just kind of wet your hair? I don't know mm. if you've ever wet just exclusively your hair in the morning. I've wet your hair. But it is just the worst experience. So no showers is a huge tick for me. Mm. So that's, that's interesting because number five for me is also, for my hairstyle cut, is also closely shaved. Wow. It's for people who don't know or aren't going to watch on YouTube. I have closely shaved hair. I'm, I think the medical term is follically challenged <laughs> and have been for a long time. It's so low maintenance. It's streamlined. It makes me faster. Um, I also, if I've ever put on a bike helmet, I've never had little tufts of hair poking out. And I think that's a oh. massive consideration. Yeah, like the, the void of any kind of hat or beanie hair. Never have to worry about it, ever. Yeah, that's actually a huge... A huge one. I think if the shaved head was an athlete, it would be Kobe Bryant. It's efficient. It's all business all the time. It's there to win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it really suits like a predator. Well, <laughs> like black an athlete. Yeah. However yeah. you want to use it. Yeah. In the athletic frame. I like the way the, I, I like the idea of a shaved hairstyle on a guy just being like a regular guy. And then mm. a shaved hairstyle on a girl being a very edgy girl. Mm. Um, so you've got... But often looks very good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And on both... Case in point. I might myself. add, you kind of need the right shaped head. Yeah. You're quite lucky. Yeah. Because there's a lot of peanut brains out there. Yeah, yeah. If you look like Eeyore, it's not going to go well. I'm kind of more on the peanut brain side of things. So this is as short as I will go. Yeah, I'm glad you had that. I've got that somewhere in here that you've got a peanut brain. Uh, oh no, you said it. you've got a beautiful mind. That's what you call it. But we call it a peanut brain. So yeah, that's. I'm glad you're finally wording it how everyone else does. I also think it's like a you know a very underrated point is it's cost effective. Like I imagine you haven't paid for a haircut since 2016. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, what did you ask for in 2016? <laughs> um, denial, I think, is what they called it. <laughs> Did you have the comb over? <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. And then the wind caught it one day at a photo for like my um, nephew's birthday. And then just as the photo was being taken, the wind caught it and sent it the other way. And I was like, oh, that's what that actually looks like. This is going to go. And the next day I shaved all of it. Oh, so, so your last haircut you asked for in 2016, was it just give me a Kenner? I don't even remember. Um, no, I think it was just almost like the standard high school haircut. Like, I wasn't too far out of high school. Also, like, short really top, long back and sides. Almost, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Just, you know, all business all the time. Um, I still had to pass my NCA level 3 at 18. Mm. So, you know, but then straight after that, I was like, okay, cool, this needs to go. This is uh, a disgrace to my family name. Well, I mean, listen, here you are with the top five haircut, hairstyle. Um, you're doing great. H-A-I-R-I-M. The only other point I had for this one was uh, there's a little bit of room for creativity. 
uh, and I point to Dennis Rodman. So if you want, you can get kind of crazy with the hair dye. Yeah. Um, which I feel like people are doing a little bit more these days. I don't want, to be clear, if this is now a sales pitch. This is an elaborate sales pitch to have your friends shave their head and then subsequently have it dyed. This is a lot. You've put a lot of work into this. <laughs> I respect the level of the prank, you think. And that is the end of the podcast. <laughs> It's genius. All right, well, if I'm going to start with my five, I think, seeing as though we matched, yeah, start with your four. So my four, um, it's called the tonsia, which I don't know. A lot of people don't know what it's called. (laughs) It's also my number four. (laughs) A lot of people don't know what it's called, but you know it when you see it, right? Um, So let me describe it for the the folks at home. Wait, before you describe it, can I read out what the name of it was for me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... The name of it was the Roman Catholic monk, aka the math teacher, aka your dad. The dad cut. Yeah, yeah. I had the dad cut. Um, so I actually did a little looking into it. It goes back to a method of demonstrating sympathy or mourning. So, like, if your friend's brother died, you would shave your head, looking like a ridiculous psychopath, to be like, "That sucks." Do we need to describe it further for people? Yeah, so I've got, I, I think, like, you know, like a wine pairing when you go out to dinner and you're like, oh, that fish would go real nice with that Sauvignon Blanc. So here's my wine pairing for that haircut. Wrap around dirty dog sunglasses, moustache, long ear hair, New Balance 624s, sock tans, beige cargo pants with a zipper at the knee to become cargo shorts, super rugby jersey from circa 08, catchphrases such as easy there, big fella, here comes trouble, and is also a phenomenal dad, even with or without kids. Like, just a good dad in mm. general. Packed mm. lunch kind of good dad. That is amazing. That's how I imagine that haircut. I think, um, just in case you still haven't got a picture of it in your head um, at home, it is essentially hair that grows around the sides and back, and there is just basically nothing on top. Yeah, there's an abyss. So it's someone that's gone bald on the scalp and has decided to kind of just go loosey-goosey. Do nothing about anything yeah. else. There is, like, basically no upkeep whatsoever. Yeah. There are positives. I've got plus 10 experience points in these categories for with that haircut. Barbecuing, sneezes, <laughs> moving furniture, napping while sitting upright, uh, lawn mowing, and holding your phone just a bit too close when you're typing something into the Google. I thought all of that is like that comes with that haircut. You get that haircut and you just get immediately 10 experience points in all of those fields. So my points for this one, um, first of all, because obviously there has to be some good from this haircut which for, to get in the top five, right? Just pointing them out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, and some people might not. Backing a trailer? <laughs> I had um, a nod to tradition. So like you, like you pointed out, um, the old school monks, mm. that kind of hairstyle. Mm. Um, it's also great if you have like a really hot hot scalp and cold ears. Um, it is like <laughs> the perfect haircut. <laughs> I think the biggest thing it's got going for it though is it is the maximum level of just not giving a shit. Yeah. It is peak. Like you just can't, like you just do not yeah. care yeah. about the way you look if you were rocking this haircut and there is like this certain aura that you unlock. It's liberating. Mm. If you just don't care about anything, like if you're just like, that's me from the top, everything down is just down to clown. Don't care. Yeah. It'd be, yeah, that, that is definitely 
like uh, an underrated aspect i think of any like hairstyle or cut the whole point is that you are kind of trying to style something intentionally so intentionally abandoning that idea and going the opposite direction i think is poetic you know is it also the only haircut in human history that like women do not like ever have like even back in the day when it was that sign of mourning would woman ever yeah like it's a brotherhood right the mother yeah. brotherhood so it's not like a siblinghood. So that, that's not necessarily a good thing, but it makes it unique, I suppose. So I would argue that in the realm of hairstyle cuts, uh, women have like a finer and more refined taste because they've got more hair. So they've just figured out how to do more stuff with it. Mm. And so like for them to abandon that idea, which is kind of fitting given what my point number three is going to be, um, I think indicates that it's clearly not a good look, mm. you know, like not a single person of 50%, like 50%, all of the gender, 50% is boom, gone. Yeah. That's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Shout out dads, man. Shout out dads, man. Shout out dads, man. Um, I wonder if I move on with number three. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to know your number three. This is almost certainly in your top three. I, like, I guarantee it. Mm. Um, so my number three is the Afro. Also in my top three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But not number three? Not number three. Okay, no, that's cool. Um, perhaps perhaps we'll just talk to it now so you can... So w- where do you have it in your top five? I've got it first. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not mad at that at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, so, so for <coughs> me, it's... First of all, you have to have that certain type of hair, right? So yep. um, all of a sudden, it's this exclusive club. Yeah. Um, my big things was there is this versatility that comes with it. Um, you can do it kind of natural, grow it out. You can rock different styles, like a high-top fade, um, which is just insanely cool. Mm. Um, like a razor head, yeah. The fully realized afro from, like, the 70s mm-hmm. is just one of the most iconic images. Like the roller skate. Yeah. Yeah, disco. Just definitely. And just the heights that it could grow to was just yeah. I mean that's like Beyonce and um Austin Powers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. And then Very my great. final point, and this is kind of exclusive to me, but I actually think probably a lot of people um is I'm obsessed with the NBA. Mm. And to me NBA players are like the coolest people <clears throat> on the planet. And so many NBA players have had an afro, um, thinking like Dr. J, mm. uh, Ben Wallace, mm. Kobe Bryant. Kurt Rambis. Um, I don't think Kurt Rambis had an afro. <laughs> look into it. <laughs> Just look into yeah, it. Yeah, look into it and be disappointed. <laughs> that That is a man for the dad cut. Like, that is the epitome of the dad cut. Did he have a mullet? Yeah. Yeah, he did have a mullet, but now not so much. Very tidy. Tidy at the back. By the way, should we just address that really quickly? I'm going to assume you don't have mullet in your top five. No, I don't. I don't have the mullet even near. Like, so I had I had honorable mentions, close cuts, if you will. Will you? Yeah, you probably will. Um, and so in there I had the toupee and I had the judge's wig, which only didn't make it because they're not real hair. Mm. I would have either of those before a mullet. I don't like its resurgence. Wait, are you telling me in 2021? <laughs> yeah. I would wear a judge's wig (laughs) over a mullet if I had to. Okay. Is it just oversaturation at this point for you? Yeah, I think it's just like nostalgia of a bygone era that it's just, do we really need to relive that? I'm just, I've been shocked at how, like, how mainstream it's actually gotten. 
I suppose. It's just yeah. like dominoes, and everyone's kind of sinking their teeth into the mullet experience. I don't mean to immediately exclude, as you said, like it's a mainstream experience, so this could be a large portion of forthcoming listeners, but I find that it's almost an excuse for a lack of personality. That's my argument. That's my take. <laughs> um, I Every time, every time someone has a mullet, it's like being a, you know, a Scientologist. They'll bring it up, like, within 30 seconds. Yeah. Been growing this out for, like, six months. It's like, gee, I know it. You know it. We all know it. You've, been, you've not been doing anything. It's like a glorified rat tail. I think the only thing I'll say to that is there's different levels to mullets, right? And there is the kind of dirty rural mullet that is just, like, that fully... That gets more of a win in my book. Well, to me, I feel like that's who you're describing, where it's like, oh, I know yeah. guys with quite stylish mullets, which, um, like, I see them and I go, oh, fucking goddamn, I want a mullet. Other way around. I'm the exact other way around. I think the rural mullet of the Lion Red Spates era, I've got all the time in the world for that. That's a hard man, and New Zealand has been on the, those person's shoulders for a long time. <laughs> but I am not about to sit here and listen to a man who drinks, like, a coconut milk latte with a mullet. You know, you can't have both. You can't have both. You can't be wearing Birkenstocks and having a mullet. Okay. That's my take. I actually just, you can't grow a mullet, and I wonder how <laughs> yeah, much. Sorry, sorry. Can't and shouldn't here is getting very blurred. Um, let's not lose track of Afro because I think we obviously yeah. need to talk. Well, do you want to talk? Yeah, yeah. I got a few extra points. So I think that the Afro paved the way for the trampoline. I <laughs> I think that needs to be sat on for just a minute. Um, and I also think... Can you expand on that? I don't think I need to. It's bouncy. Okay. My brother had an afro. I don't know if you know this, but Josh had an afro for a little while. Um, because he just didn't... Like, he didn't maintain his hair at all. And you could apply pressure to it, and you could feel it physically bouncing back. Like, boing flip. Yeah, yeah, boing flip. Boing flip? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that for me, I was just like, this is what I think of when I get double bounced. Like it's the same thing <laughs> when you hit a person's afro and it bounces back. It's the same thing. Um, and then I also had that it opens up the possibility for the timeless accessory, the afro comb, which I think is one of the coolest hair accessories you can get. You pull it out and it's just like, that's it. That's all it is. It's just an afro comb. It does nothing else, isn't, and it's just beautiful. It's just boop, 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 boop. Yeah, I don't think I had considered accessories, but just off the top of my head, I don't think anything comes close to the afro comb. No, it is that is just it's so badass. Yeah, and the yeah. fact that it just it, it doesn't really have a place. It just kind of floats in the hair until it's needed. Is just so sick. It's the only hairstyle where if you if you had a hit, like let's say let's just. I mean, I don't mean to shit on mullets, but like, let's say you just had a comb in your mullet. You're not looking cool or anything. People are like, you got a comb in your mullet. But if you've got an Afro comb, people are like, this guy's got an image that he's curated with like the Prince look, the shoulder pads, the, you know, everything is just coming together really well. And I think that that's something to celebrate. I also, um, I heard here what you said about the NBA, the coolest people. And while I agree that people who have Afros are very cool, I'm going to push back that Bob Ross is the coolest man to ever have an Afro, not anyone in the NBA. You've never seen an, a sad person with an Afro 
And I think Bob Ross is a leading contributor, except Carrot Top, which is probably a dated reference now, but I don't think Carrot Top is overly happy. <laughs> a lot of props for that, man. Um, and also, I had a quick list of people who have an afro, and this is a pretty weird, like you said, like group of exclusivity. Colin Kaepernick, Michael Jackson, Pam Greer, Cher, Corbin Bleu, famed actor from <laughs> Jump In, Disney's triumph of 2012 okay i want to i just i want to <coughs> jump in here because me and cam play 21 questions on long car trips and for those of you that don't know 21 questions is when you think of a famous person and then the other person asks only yes or no questions to try and whittle it down and guess who it is and this guy <laughs> used corbin blur which if you is it blur blur uh, it's blur blur close it's like boing flip and if you really delve into the, the channels that it would take to get to this person, they starred on <laughs> High School Musical. And that's not, like, it's a movie, but it's a straight-to-TV movie, which is so hard to get to in the game of 21 Questions. So what I'm trying to get across is um, you're so scummy for picking that person. Yo, that well, like I said, I was doing my uh, research and he popped up and I thought, well, that's perfect. Um, I loved Jump In, which I don't even know if you know, but that was a skipping rope. I remember it. And uh, I'm disappointed it didn't take off. Anyway, so Corbin Blur, Bob Ross and Lenny Kravitz. And the only thing that links those people is the Afro and Iced Animals. They love Iced Animals. <laughs> All of them. All of them love them. Who doesn't? That would probably link everyone in the world, iced animals. Animals. They hate iced animals. All right, I'm, I'm just going to um, <laughs> interrupt the podcast for uh, an, a paid advertising real quick. <coughs> I can just get into. Do you have diarrhea? <laughs> Is this an interactive? Uh, please don't interrupt the ad, Cam. <laughs> do you have diarrhea? Good. Neither do we. But do you struggle to spell the word diarrhea? Here at TH Spelling, we give you the tools to spell words like poop, butthole, spluttering, and of course, <laughs> diarrhea. For the young professional who is constantly spell checking their emails, look no further. TH, <laughs> TH Spelling is here to save the day. Um, obviously we're blessed to have a, a sponsor for the very first episode before we have any kind of audience fan base. Um, yeah, I'd like to speak to that before I met TH spelling. Um, it, I spelled diarrhea D Y. Hang on, stop. Cause you're pretty good with this stuff. Spelling. How do you spell diarrhea? D R. Well, I went to TH spelling. Yeah, okay. So Come on down to TH Spelling, where all your problems can be solved with the spell. Uh, and I think it was D-I-A-R-R-H-O-E-A. There you go. Yeah. Um, I only... <coughs> the reason I signed on to TH Spelling is because um, it was shocking how many times I was using the word diarrhea <laughs> in my creative writing pursuits. I can agree with that. And I was sick of using Spellcheck, <coughs> um, so... Could not recommend that product highly enough. Mm. Well, should yeah. we move on to the top two? Well, I'd actually like to jump in here because I'm still at three because the Afro's top for me. Oh, you still need to do your number so three. So I'm at three, whereas you're at two. 
Right. So well, you, let's get your... In. Oh, because you don't have a number one anymore. <clears throat> no, my number one's been used up. Okay. So my number three has a little bit of context around it for the argument, but it is, I'm just going to get out in front of it and I'm expecting pushback. Um, the Princess Leia side buns. And here's why. <clears throat> there's a couple of logical reasons. And then there's the sort of, if you'll bear with me, a longer overbearing reason where I think this is deserved of being number three and also equally ridiculous. Um, so it's permanent earmuffs obviously kind of expands on that idea of cold head. What would you say? Cold ears, hot head. Yeah, that's cool. I couldn't think of anything worse than permanent earmuffs, but continue. Yeah. Yeah. You and me both. Um, also they're impossible to replicate and iconic. So if you ever saw anyone with that, you're like, Oh, they're just about to cosplay. They're not, no one has that haircut. Um, is that problematic though? <clears throat> because, I suppose, like, you can't use them um, casually. Yeah, yeah. And so that kind of narrows down its applications. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's the most unique haircut, I would argue, in the world. Only been worn by one character. Right. And, you know, so, like, whereas the dad look is universal, I think that this should be celebrated for its independence. So it's kind of the, the flip okay. of that. And also there's the third reason is Carrie Fisher, a massive cokehead. Needed to keep all of the strands of her hair out of those lines that she was doing off her pinky. Um, but I've also got this wider reason, which I'm not a massive Star Wars fan, so I'm very happy to be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure she's the first person you see in Star Wars for Return of the Jedi, which is, of course, the first Star Wars released to the public. I think she's the first human face. Uh, so there's Darth you might see Vader. some rebels. Do you see some rebel soldiers? Some nondescript rebel soldiers? Yeah, let's let's lean on that description of but nondescript. no talking lines, no, no, yeah. no dialogue. From yeah, them. so you have stormtroopers with a mask, Darth Vader with a mask, and then you've got C three PO, obviously not a human, and then uh, Princess Leia, right? So she's the first face that you see, and so she's your introduction to the human uh, element of this movie or franchise. Then straight after that. Please help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope or whatever. You see Luke, Luke's uncle, <laughs> Luke's auntie, Obi-Wan, and Han Solo, and all of them have normal hair. So she has decided. <laughs> this is, it's not like this is a world where everyone has wacky haircuts. It's not like everyone's wearing crazy, like, mohawks and multicolor, like Blade Runner has all of this really great world building, right? In this instance, the only person who thought this haircut was cool was Princess Leia. And, and by extension, of course, George Lucas, which I love because then when she goes to be Jabba the Hutt's sex slave, he ditches that haircut and becomes something else. And it's just like, cool, let's just make, like, by the way, guys, when I want to be a disgusting human being as a director, I'm definitely aware of what you, what to use as sexualizing. It is not earbuds, mm. earmuffs. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean. So that's where I've got it. I like I don't really have any problems with it. It hadn't even uh, popped up in my radar, not even mm. a little bit. Um, so for that reason, I'm really it. glad. And I don't really, uh, since you brought it up, I don't know if I would make room for it. But uh, I, like I'm happy it made the episode. You know, I'm not. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, that's so it's nice. It's cool. You've got your little thing with your yeah. little Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to fly the plane for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, it's, big guy. I've got this. <laughs> Thanks, big guy. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I don't mean to make a mockery of your show. 
that, well, the show. Yeah. Well, my show. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, uh, here we are with Princess Leia sideburns or sidebuns at three. Happy to have you here. Let's move on. Sure. At number two, I have the ponytail. Incredible. Maybe that's your number two. No. Oh, okay, okay. And I've only got yeah. one left, so I'm yeah, just gonna yeah, keep yeah, the mystery. Do. Yeah, you do. I'm gonna have you go two, one, and then I'll go. Okay, that's cool. My final one. Um, I've got that it's like this hairstyle that's both beautiful and no nonsense, mm-hmm. which I think there's something really special about that. Mm. Um, I love a ponytail myself. I think I'm a little biased. I don't know. It's just one of my just personal favorite hairstyles out there aesthetically. Um, I don't know how you really quantify that because all hairstyles look different. So I guess some of it's mm. come down to personal taste, right? Mm. Um, scrunchies are the best. Scrunchies are just really dope. Right. Like uh, in terms of hair accessories, which I mentioned, I didn't really think about, but when I was on the ponytail, I was like, scrunchies are cool. They're just like super dope. So full disclosure, when you said, I can't think of any, uh, I was thinking of scrunchies, but I thought they were called frillies for a bit and I knew they weren't called frillies. So I just sat quiet like, yeah, me neither. But no, yeah, scrunchies are great. Scrunchies or frillies, depending on... Um, <laughs> your, your swaying, your <laughs> persuasion. They're really great. Um, I've got here on my piece of paper, keeps hair out of your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is important. <laughs> yeah, that is important. I would hate to have hair in my eyes. You have a fringe. Not a very long one. <laughs> Yeah, you got very high eyes. <laughs> um, I have a nice, like a fully realized forehead, so I don't really have um, problems with that. That is true. Very nice. Um, and my last thing on this is it's the working woman style and it's the non-working man's style. Incredible. So, like, you would have, you know, um, these these uh, hugely successful uh, women with ponytails. You can you say what these they are. Hugely unsuccessful boss ladies. Yeah, huge boss ladies. And then the ki- the type of guys that wear ponytails are like on the way other side of the spectrum where they've just given up completely yeah. on any kind of career. Um, they probably live in a caravan. Mm. Um, Work at EB Games. Yeah. Comic book guy from The Simpsons, right? And like their favorite thing, it's real perverse, but like basically their fetish is just pulling their hair into a ponytail like 17 times a day. Mm. And right. like... And like always, they always do it mid conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. So they'll just they'll start doing it while they're uh huh yeah <laughs> oh well you know you know it's just it's yeah horrendous. Um, so I guess what we've noticed here is both of us hate men having long hair on their neck. Um, Yours with the ponytail and me with the mullet. Oh right. So there's no win for long neck, long hair neck men. Is that what it's called? I just can't think of any like hugely successful men that have had ponytails. I looked it up. Brad Pitt. To, yeah, yeah. And it's Brad Pitt and it's David Beckham. Yeah. Um, both of whom I think would wear any hair kind of look fine. Both of whom are just like supremely beautiful men. Mm. Um, so like you have to be like gorgeous to pull mm. it off as a man, mm. um, which, you know. So I'm only like balding at the front or at least follically trying to the front. So I could theoretically have a ponytail. And I would consider myself quite ambitious. So do you think I could subvert that stereotype? Is it like the George Washington? Who was like the, oh, Ben Franklin had that like mm. ponytail with. I haven't seen him. Pulled on top. I don't know. Oh, okay. George Washington had wooden teeth. Pass it on. That's true. You can look that one up. 
on this week's edition of Chinese Whispers? <laughs> no, on this week's edition of Dental Hygiene from George Washington. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I believe you. I believe you. Yeah. Next week, tune in for top five teeth cuts. <laughs> top five different teeth? <clears throat> Tooths. Tooths. And Tooths. we're going to do a top two. Tooths. <laughs> no, top three. Teeths. Yeah. Canines. Yeah, that's my number two, the ponytail. Um, I just love, I just love that. Uh, well, first of all, I just love it. I'm biased, but I love the the um, contrast between the two genders whenever they style it. I yeah. think it's amazing. I think that's a beautiful parallel. I also think kind of when you talk about like your own bias, it's almost like um, when uh, I have a six year old, and when we were trying to name her, like when. Uh, her mother's a six-year-old what sorry child yeah like a human <laughs> yeah, child yeah a six-year-old oh, brain cool. as well but sorry uh yeah so when we were naming her like trying to think of baby names like you know so we'd be like, oh we're about charlotte oh no i know a charlotte right and you have these negative or positive connotations towards names of just people you know which have no bearing on the name's value itself right same with the ponytail like if you know a cool person at a ponytail immediately biased mm. so if you know someone who's got a good ponytail that's your girl boss lady, whatever it is. I know a girl boss out there who is crushing it. <laughs> Recently cut her hair, so the ponytail isn't as juicy, but... Yeah, keep it up, Halle Berry. So what's your number one? Okay, my number one. I wonder if this is your number two. Shoulder length hair. No. Now, on the surface, I think that sounds pretty vanilla. Like, it's not really too much of a style or a cut i suppose it's like almost an in-between but people get it cut to that length all the time mm. here's my argument for it at number one it's like gentleness like both men and women can pull it off really well mm. like there is no kind of uh teething problems with either hairstyle mm. um there's plenty of women that look great in that and there's plenty of dudes mm. um so incredibly versatile my other point is I think everyone actually has this hairstyle at one point in their life, almost yeah. every single person. Because yeah. uh, women, just by virtue of like growing their hair out, it will happen and they'll go through the stage of possibly cutting it short. But even at, as a child, they would. And I guarantee like 95% of dudes have done it at one point. Mm. Probably in high school, it's like a classic year 11, year 12. I just realized in year 11 that like, Hair grows. No. <laughs> and maybe like year 10 where you're like, wait a second, it's not, I don't get credits for this year. Mm. And I've gone past my goody good phase of year nine. Mm. I'm going to like grow my hair out and stop listening to my teacher. Probably also at 14, you've just got over like hair grows in funny places. And you're like, yeah, well, how about hair grows in unfunny places? I'm growing this shit out. That could also be it, you know? Bro, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> even like 16 for me. I was late. For getting credits. <laughs> yeah, I had this one maths teacher who gave credits <laughs> out for pubes. <laughs> he uh yeah, he didn't last too long. Yeah, no. He had that dad cut as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> um haircut. Back to the shoulder length hair and less mm. about pubes. Um I love how it also represents a whole bunch of different subcultures. So you've got like the rock star, you've got mm. the skater, surfer, um you know, you've got the the hippie, the mum, the hacky sack enthusiast. It kind of covers a full range um, of different identities and, and hobbies and interests. Is hacky sack enthusiast enough of a culture or would that be like a sub-subculture of, you know, that's kind of like saying... Um, There's at least one person out there 
who <laughs> believes it is its own subculture, <laughs> yeah. and I'm happy for that to be its entry mm. into a subculture. Yeah, I know what you mean, but like you're talking about genres, and if I was at a library. And if I'm like, yo, I'm looking for specifically Mesopotamian history on ceramic jars, <laughs> then I'll be like, oh, I've got a massive section on that. So with hacky sack enthusiasm, like you it's can probably, be a hacky sack enthusiast, but you're probably in just the history categories where that Mesopotamian right, jars right. is, right? It probably has half a shelf. So so it has half a shelf. And I think that shelf um, lives on the, um, lives with mum and dad, wants a camper van, surfer, definitely. And possibly stoner i wasn't gonna say i was gonna say a hippie but you, i think you can draw whatever conclusion i think you, you like. yeah. you're the one with the red twine here and all the papers and the books and the you know you're the one who came prepared so i think you have to have some kind of outside influence to really get into hacky sacking there has to be some kind of um enhancement of yeah. your experience can I just leave you with this? And this is why I think it deserves the number one spot, truly. Yeah, it's strong. It's a strong number one. It's interesting. This haircut can essentially be cut and styled into any other haircut, pretty much. Right. So, like, any medium length hair you ever wanted to do, any kind of comb over, shaved, undercut, bowl cut, mullet, it all can actually branch off of shoulder length hair. So, the moment you're sick of shoulder length hair, you can turn it into virtually anything because the only thing it can't really do is probably like an afro which you probably could have never done anyway or just like longer hair which you can just grow through if you want mm. so it's like clay yeah the divine creator it's just like this moldable big hunk of marble that you right. can carve out right so i mean i guess but is that really your strongest reason like if i see cement in a cement truck i'm gonna like that's the greatest material, not man. But if I see the Chrysler I, building, I go, wow, that's incredible that they managed to build that because that's the final product. I don't get excited about the cement. I get excited about the final product. Right. So I'm getting crazy about like flour and bread dough and I'm just enjoying my sourdough. Right. You know what I mean? I just like... You like raw potential. Yeah. And I love being able to pivot out of any possible style. Yeah. 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 I like, I want to go here. Boom. I'm there. Mm. All it takes is sitting in the chair and it's there. Wow. GTA styles, you know, going into the barbershop. So that segues beautifully to my number two. two. Because I thought, okay, well, I obviously don't have. How boring is it that we're ending on a number two? Yeah. And all because you want it to be the last thing. (laughs) Isn't that every Saturday for you? (laughs) Um, But uh, (laughs) uh, why why just Saturday? (laughs) Saturday night, post sales massive poo before you go to bed okay that was my point of ending on a number two sad that i had to explain that to a beautiful mind so um my final point i obviously can't really go into a barbershop anymore they're like you are clearly um the guys who are what's it called when you give someone like the papers you've been served you know right i'm clearly that person walking into a barbershop (laughs) (laughs) you have no business being there they're like you're the tax man so I thought, well, where can I go to a barbershop simulated? So I booted up Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and I went through all the haircuts that were on auction. I love that. Yeah. And um, I got the cornrows. At number two. At number two. Wow. And, and purely for this reason, purely for this reason, if you get cornrows in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas with CJ, which are quite expensive, they're $500 right off the rip, which for a haircut is 
ridiculous considering getting rims is like a thousand so two haircuts is the same as like just redoing your entire car um the the economy in san andreas is something else maybe that's a future episode um it's the highest improvement in sex appeal and coolness and i think it's the only one that improves your muscle (laughs) composition (laughs) so just having corners makes you stronger apparently i also did think um nothing screams cultural appropriation more than a white guy with cornrows they Mm. almost always have like a neck tattoo they got grills they call themselves riffraff they're like probably secretly very good at tennis but they don't want you to know yeah and that is why i've got cornrows at two i actually initially had cornrows at one but i just thought the afro was too much of a it's just too cool Mm. the afro was too genuinely cool whereas the cornrow is too like for I think some people it's cool. It's quite divisively cool, I think. Yeah, I think the Afro is effortlessly cool, whereas yeah. the cornrow is this, like... Karate Kid, Jaden Smith, very cool. Yeah. Vanilla Ice, not so much. Yeah, I guess I'm a little bit annoyed that I didn't have cornrows. I suppose I f- feel like I had a iteration of that maybe with the Afro, but um, probably not really. Is it the only haircut that is food-based with corn, like rows of corn? Is it the only one? I don't really think of any others. Yeah, the bowl cut would be a, a like a food storage device. Yeah, I'm afraid I haven't really like made the link between <laughs> hair, hairstyles and, and food. Yeah, that was actually in the like fine print of my criteria. Also, that's how I that's how I actually got you on the show. It's in your contract. Yeah, <laughs> I had to mention food based haircuts at some point, and then expose me for um, shitting on a Saturday night, <laughs> which we all do. Is it a mullet type of fish? Uh, it is. Oh, well, there we go. Okay. Piece to mullets, man. I love mullets. I'm taking it back. Yeah, you've made that very clear. Yeah. No, I take it back. It's a food-based haircut. Well, that concludes our very first top five list. Um, just sh- I'll just run over mine. Yeah, and yeah, then. Yeah. So I had, at number five, shaved. Number four was, what, what did you call it? The tonsure. Actually, our number four, five and four were the same, so that's yeah, cool. same one. At number three, I had the afro. Number th- two was the ponytail. And at number one, I had shoulder length hair. So, yeah, number five shaved, four, the dad look, three, princess layers, side buns. Number two, but I said it last because I have to be the center of attention, was cornrows. And then number one was the afro. Incredible. Quite a lot of crossover, actually. A surprising amount of crossover. We did not know what each other's was beforehand. Yeah, maybe we didn't mention that, but yeah, we, we kind of – Brought this to the table without realizing. Yeah. Uh, and we kind of like that surprise uh, and also being able to kind of chat about it, I suppose. But this was this was incredibly fun, and uh, we will see where this goes. Surely yeah. we'll be back for an episode two with um, a fresh list, a fresh category. Uh, if there is any way to contact us, feel free to contact us with what you want to hear. But we'll probably just keep picking our own favorites for a while. Yeah, I think next week's going to be top five podcasts of things that list top five things. It's quite a few of them. There's one you really I have. A, I, have a, I have a good feeling. <laughs> I have a guy. <laughs> I have a good feeling about number one. Yeah, burgeoning. Raw potential. You like that, don't you? All right, Cam. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I'll see you next time. Yeah, definitely. I guess we'll just go walk out to our car together. Yeah. Good one.